Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. God is a God of miracles. Our God does wonders and signs. Our God moves among us in order to bring things into his will, to bring things according to his plan and purposes. The question is, are we listening? And are we submissive to his plan, regardless of how it affects us? Can we live with a kingdom mindset and not having to have what we want in this world? All too often, some of the most popular teaching is getting what you want in this world from God rather than realizing that in this world, we're called to deny ourselves and understand that the real world is not here. This is a world of darkness, a world of falsehood, a world of deceit. No, we are hoping for, believing in, and committed to a kingdom reality that is coming. Well, take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Leviticus and chapter 13. Now, today, next week, and probably for four to six weeks, we are going to be studying in these two chapters, Revelation chapter, excuse me, Leviticus chapter 13 and Leviticus chapter 14. And in these two chapters from Leviticus, there's one primary subject, and it's leprosy. And leprosy is a unique disease. We need to remember that. Why is it unique? Well, study the passages concerning leprosy. For example, Moses. Moses was the first leper. We see that God is calling him to service, but what happened? Moses wasn't so sure. And he wanted a sign. He wanted proof. And this is insulting to God. It's doubting God. And when we doubt God, it's rooted in pride in our own selfish thoughts or desires or expectations. And what did God say to Moses? He said to Moses, take your hand and place it into your cloak. Moses did that, and when he took it out, it was leprous. Why leprous? Why that sign? To teach us when we question God, when we doubt, when we do not respond in obedience, it is insulting towards God. It is rooted in our pride. And therefore, Moses became leprous. Obviously, he was told to put it back in, and when he took it out again, it was healed. That is the God who is able to do all things. Similarly, his sister, Miriam, she spoke in an improper way. Now, the sages of Judaism will tell us that one of the primary causes for leprosy, and again, we're not talking about a typical skin disease. 
We know that in parts of the world, even today, there are leper colonies. But be aware, that leprosy is somewhat different than what we're talking about today and what we will be talking about for the next several weeks. Leprosy, biblically speaking, is something that God places upon one for pride or what's known as Lashon Hara, evil speech. What is evil speech? may be true but it's not permissible speech it is saying something whether it's true or not in a way that will cause the listener to think less of someone else and it's rooted in your purposes your plans your pride rather than in the purposes of god and according to the character that we should have so leprosy is a punishment from god because of pride and evil speech we also know that that miriam who said and what did she say that was so bad is is moses really the only prophet where all our prophets we all heard from god god communicates with all of us well she was putting moses down this unique role that he had in order to elevate herself therefore she was struck with leprosy we read on also in the tanakh the hebrew bible there's a gentile man he is a very successful general his name is naaman and he was full of pride and he became leprous and this bothered him and a young jewish servant girl probably one that was captured by him and his forces and now served him she said why don't you go to the prophet in israel he can heal you and he humbled himself that is good and went but he took all of these gifts great wealth to give to the prophet why he wanted to pray for his healing and what did the prophet do he received none of this and he didn't even come out to meet naaman he sent an associate and simply told him go wash in the jordan seven times and you'll be healed well because the prophet didn't honor him remember he's prideful he wouldn't accept any of his luxurious presence and, and payment and because he didn't even welcome him personally naaman was dejected and angry and he says there's better waters in 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 my country than in israel than the jordan that may be true the jordan is small the jordan is dirty muddy with its 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 soil that's constantly in it but god said it and finally one encouraged him to do this and he did and he was restored humility putting the word of god in action brings about a change in our life a therapeutic a cleansing change in our life and then you'll recall that in the new testament there were those 10 lepers and what happened messiah healed them now this is significant why it is significant because the view is if leprosy is a punishment from god he put it on only he can take it off but what do we learn we learn that messiah the son of god he also and this points to his identity as the divine son of god he cleansed lepers and remember only one came back and said thank you that wanted to extend his gratitude to yeshua and very important how he interacted with yeshua recognizing his identity 
Now, the others were healed outwardly, but probably this one was the only one who had been healed inwardly by learning what this punishment of leprosy was about, why it came. He was different. Well, what does the scripture say? Well, let's begin. Look with me, as I said, to this 13th chapter of the book of Leviticus and chapter chapter 13 and verse 1 where it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying. Now, this is the typical formula for revelation. Usually we have, Vedeber Hashem el Moshe lemor. But here, just not Moses, but also Aaron is included. And there's an easy reason to see why. And that is because Aaron and the priesthood in general are given the task of not just offerings and sacrifices, not just the work at the the tabernacle or the temple, but also the priests had a very important role in society by teaching the people what was pure and what was impure, what was permissible and what was forbidden. So they had to have discernment in recognizing that which is right and that which is wrong. And therefore, they're going to play a very important role in regard to leprosy. Look again. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron saying, verse 2, a man that will be in the flesh, in the skin of his flesh. And then it says three things. Now, many Bibles translate these words, but there's a problem. We literally do not know how to translate them. So anything that you're reading is quite uh, inadequate, insufficient. The three Hebrew words are set, then we have the word sepachat, and the word vaherit. Now, we can know from these words the root, the origin of them, what they're meaning, but how they are applied here sometimes can be difficult and it was a view of judaism not to translate them into other words other than the hebrew basis just leave them in that way and that's what we're going to do as well so look again verse 2 a man that will be in the skin of his flesh se'et or sepachat or vaherit what should he do we'll keep reading and it shall come about in the skin of his flesh for a nega nega is a word that's repeated here frequently it's derived from the hebrew word for touching for contact and it's speaking about a a blow a striking a a wound or simply an irritation that is on the skin and these three terms, set, sepachat, and vaherit, are three uh, different forms of something that falls under the general category of leprosy. So this is our subject, leprosy. And it says what one who has one of these three things, or all of them for that matter, any of them, they are suspected of being a leper. And therefore, what do they do? Well, look at verse 2. And he shall be brought to the priest, Aaron, 
or to one of his sons the priest so again priests are being emphasized whether it's the high priest aaron and here he's simply called a priest or his sons the priests and what do they do look at verse 3 the priest will look at the nega this irritation this wound this problem in the skin of the flesh and he's going to look for something he is going to examine not just the the irritation the problem the ailment but also it says and hair he's going to look at the hair in this ailment in this affliction and if the hair has turned to white and the appearance of the ailment this nega is deep deeper than the 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 skin of his flesh if this is the case so we see three 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 things there's this ailment we're uncertain but on examination this the hair that's within this this ailment of the skin this irritation has turned to white and also this this ailment is deeper than the normal level of the flesh it goes into the the flesh not just on the skin if this is the case what do we know well the scripture tells us if this is the case it is leprosy and the priests who saw him will proclaim that he is unclean now what does this unclean mean he is banished from society we're going to come to a different word that speaks about something different a a quarantining a setting apart from society but just for the purpose of observing we'll come to that in a moment look now to to verse four in verse four there is going to be emphasized what we talked about earlier this word vaherit and it comes from a hebrew word which is bahir it means something which is bright or clear we have colors for example which are brighter colors or lighter colors and others that are darker we'll come to this word darker later on but this is something that's lighter so you have your normal skin pigmentation but it changes and it becomes lighter than the normal and this is what the scripture is pointing out in verse 4 if and if the the lightning of the skin is white but it does not go deep in the skin of his flesh and the appearance from the skin it says that it doesn't go deeper than that and the hair does not turn to white what happens well now it's not clear to the priest who's examining him if he has leprosy he hasn't met all the criteria yet he has something that looks like it but the the hair has not turned to white and it hasn't sunk into his flesh it's only at the level of the skin if that's the case look at the end of verse 4 what is done the priest will quarantine the nega this one who has this condition for seven days verse 5 and the priests will look at him on the seventh day to see something if there's a change 
but here in this first case it says behold the nega this wound this this place that's problematic on his skin it says it has stood with his eyes meaning this the priest looks at it to examine it and there's no change it stood still there's no uh, metamorphosis no change to this one's condition it's just like it was seven days earlier and it has not spread out upon the skin what happens well if there's no changes it says the priest will isolate or quarantine him for a second seven days so now he has to go through there's a suspicion so he's quarantined on the seventh day it looks to see if there's any changes to it if it's gotten worse if it's spread out if it is not he still goes through a second seven days and then look at verse six at the end of that time the priest will look at him on the second seventh day that is on the 14th day and behold now we have this word keha keha is a word which means to darken or dim so whereas it had an appearance of a whitish remember it was lighter than the normal pigmentation but now that is no longer the case there has been a change and the change is that it's become darker behold middle of verse six behold it has become darker this ailment and it is not spread out this ailment upon the skin if this is the case the priest will rule that he is pure and that it's a mispachat what does it mean mispachat here again i think most bibles will translate it simply as a scab but but we don't know what this word means in the literal sense so there's an irritation it doesn't go deeper than the skin the the hair has not turned white and it hasn't spread out in fact we find that that lighter pigmentation has now become darker so he is ruled that he is pure that he's clean and it says there's only one thing that he does and that is that he washes his garments implication is in water and he is pure verse 7 but if this mispachat now mispachat isn't leprosy but it says here if this condition which is similar there's a concern there's a speculation that it may have been leprosy but the quarantine said it has not but in this case look at verse 7 this condition this mispachat has spread out upon the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his purification so he went through the seventh day and then the second seventh day or the 14th day everything was fine he was said you're pure you can go back but now things have begun to change and what has happened well this area which is called mispachat which is not leprosy but it has spread out after this 14th day after he has shown himself to the priest and was declared pure it has appeared notice what it says in the middle of verse 7 
it has appeared a second time he has to appear a second time to the priests and the priests will see and behold if this mispachat has spread out on the skin so it's 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 spreading out it says he is impure the priest will render him impure for this is leprosy so we learn something leprosy can doesn't have to become uh, uh, all white it can become uh, uh, losing its pigmentation and uh, be stagnant for a while but then return in this case it is rendered as leprosy look now if you would to verse verse 9 the ailment of leprosy that will be in a man so if this is the case there's an element of leprosy that is in a man he is brought to the priests we learned this and the priest will look at this one and behold now we have the first word set and it says if this this outbreak this eruption of the skin is white and the hair has turned white as well but something's happening there is a healing of the skin that live skin within the set within this this area so now we have a new situation it seems as though within this ailment the ailment is not spreading out but within the ailment this area that was was wounded that was problematic that has been observed here we see that it's becoming white and also the the hair has turned white what happens in this case this this healing of the living flesh it is what it is set this is one of the criteria and it says look at verse 11 what happens because of the white hair in it it says that this is look at verse 11 sarat no shenet what's this we might translate it as dormant leprosy or chronic leprosy this one he has this ailment maybe he's looked at it before maybe he hasn't maybe he's been declared a leopard maybe he hasn't but he appears regardless of the circumstances and this ailment that once was pure that's what the priest said but now within this patch of 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 the problem skin there's healing going on and if that healing is going on we think that's well but understand something and this healed skin that's coming back it can also become contaminated and this is the concern here so in this case it says look at verse 11 it is a chronic or dormant leprosy that is in the skin of his flesh and therefore in this case the priest will render him unclean there's no need now to quarantine him or to isolate him for he's already been declared to be unclean meaning he doesn't have to go through a watching anymore it's been discerned this one has reoccurring leprosy this one who the skin has appeared to be healing 
but in doing so it's only for it to become again contaminated and contagious to others is the thought and therefore this one is rendered impure but notice verse verse 12. here we have something that is is kind of puzzling we'll give an explanation in a moment verse 12. but if the leprosy so he has leprosy this one in verse 12 and this leprosy uh spreads out but here there's a different word for spreading out the hebrew word for flower is perach and a flower is just a blossom so when things blossom out this blossoming out is kind of spreading in fact the hebrew word for for a rash on the skin and one that spreads is the same word for blossoming so now notice what happens verse verse 12 but if shall spread out the leprosy in his skin and the leprosy covers all the skin of his ailment from the head his head unto his feet for all the appearance of the eyes of the priest meaning this now this one he's known to be a leper we've seen that but now what's happened is leprosy has spread out throughout his whole body from his head the top of his head to the bottom of his feet he's just one mess of leprosy but here's what is is taught when that whole body is infected with leprosy it loses the ability to become contagious because there's nowhere else for it to spread out and what was necessary for it to be contagious is no longer there therefore in this case is if he's absolutely leprous he is viewed how well notice what the scripture says look now if you would to verse 13 and the priest who has seen behold the leprosy has covered up all of his flesh so it's covered all of his flesh and it says and he purifies the one who has the element for all of it has turned to white so if the leprosy that is inflicted all becomes white all of it what's the rendering he is rendered to be pure he's proclaimed pure but look at verse 14 but on the day that he showed with it his flesh that living flesh on the day that he showed this flesh in that ailment the living part of it that it came back that it was being healed then in this case this one is what this one is tame he's unclean impure so what did we learn well we've learned a couple things leprosy and there's three different types of leprosy under that heading of a general way leprosy and we learned that if this ailment on the skin doesn't go below skin level and the hair does not turn white in this case it's not leprosy you watch him for seven days and then an additional seven days if there's no significant change then we learn that this one 
does not have leprosy and he's free to go but in the situation where the the hairs within this afflicted area become white and this afflicted area is deeper than skin level then this one has leprosy if we see someone and they have within the spot something of leprosy but we find that there's healing going on well this is how chronic leprosy works and in this case we learn that in this case this one is impure unclean he's leper through and through but if he becomes leprosy all of his body from his head to his feet all of it's white and there's no healing within it it's just pure white then there's no longer a concern that he is contagious and therefore he is rendered pure he is stated to be pure by the priests but what happens something different look if you would to verse 15. this is the time when the one who had been uh, uh, rendered in some way decided upon on the day that he showed this is at verse 14 actually showed him his flesh and he was declared to be unclean why because there's healing going on within the leprosy and during that period of the skin trying to return to the status of healthy he is contagious but look at verse 15 but the priest who saw the flesh the living flesh that means the recovering the healthy flesh and what happens he's unclean so again if you have that mark of leprosy and and it appears okay or it's all leprosy and you're rendered pure if there's any healing going on within the body in those places where there's ailment that heal that healthy flesh renders you unclean and and this is another example of leprosy but look at verse 16. in verse 16 it says but this healthy skin that appears within the body where there's a mark that's afflicted irritated this eruption there's healthy skin within it if this is the case that he's rendered impure by this healthy skin within the striking area where that leprosy uh was or that the flesh the living flesh uh returns meaning that living flesh changes and it becomes white in this case what happens so again our last situation there's someone who has leprosy and let's say all on this arm it's leprosy and it's white well in this case we're going to learn something if it was appeared to be in a situation where it's recurring leprosy and this this healing skin came about it's no longer all white but it has healing going on it renders me impure unclean but if in this situation notice what it says but if the healthy flesh turns white 
Then he's brought to the priest. He comes to the priest. And the priest looks at it, verse 17. He looks at it. And behold, if this afflicted area has turned all to white, that's implication. Then what happens? Then the priest purifies this one who has been struck. And he is pure. So the key thing here is whether this eruption of irritation, this ailment, if it becomes white. If this is the case, then he's pure. If there's any healing going on within that, and we think healing's good, but in this case, that healing of it is an example that he can become contaminated, contagious towards others. And this is the view that one has. So we're going to learn a great deal more about leprosy in the second part of chapter 13 and the third part of chapter 13 and when we get into chapter 14. This just brings this issue to our minds and to realize that the priest played a very important role in determining whether this one was clean or unclean, whether what he had was still pure or impure whether he could be in society or whether he had to be taken out of society and we know that frequently these leper colonies were among the tombs so we'll close with that until next time when we go deeper into the laws of leprosy as we read about them in the book of leviticus chapters 13 and 14 until then may god bless you shalom from Israel. Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org. There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, May the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel.